0: God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Please be seated. Well, we have journeyed the past 12 months through the Christian church year. And today, my friends, we arrive at the last Sunday of this church year. Hard to believe, but next Sunday is Advent. And then four weeks later, it's Christmas time. Well, today in the life of the church, it is known as Christ the King Sunday the last Sunday of our church year. How many of you all noticed the green is gone? We were in green for a long time, over nearly 30 weeks of green. It's known as ordinary time. And this morning, we've arrived to the beautiful white. Over the last year, we have traveled the steps of Jesus. Where we first saw him, he was birthed in a stable As he grew, he walked the dusty roads of Galilee, opened blind eyes and healed, taught the masses and his disciples. We followed him to Jerusalem, where he was crucified, rose again. We then celebrated the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, where we reflected on the church's mission. And then, like I just said, we had this long stretch of ordinary time. We had lots of time to learn and grow into the disciples Jesus would have us. And today, we've arrived to the last Sunday of that journey for an entire year. So as we move through this service, keep in mind... We will look past, in the past, with Jesus, but we also look forward to our journey for what is to come in the coming year. Realizing that Jesus is not coming to be just one more king. Yes, it is Christ the King Sunday, but Jesus is not coming just to be one more king, but that he has come to usher in an entirely new way of living, one in which hope and grace and love never weary, where kindness and ferocious generosity are its currency. And this new order has the power to transform lives and hearts, to rescue, redeem, and restore, to offer resurrection in light of what surrounds us, darkness and death. So I read something this week from a philosopher out of Australia. And what he said has guided my thoughts as I've moved about the world this week, and I would like to share it with you now. I don't do this often, but it struck me as remembering and wanting to share with you, the people of grace. And this is what he said. Neither revolution nor reformation can ultimately change a society. This is what he says changes a society. Rather, you must tell a powerful tale, one so persuasive that it sweeps away the old myths and becomes the preferred story, one so inclusive that it gathers all the bits of our past and our present into a coherent whole one that even shines some light into our future so that we can take the next step. If you want to change a society, then you have to tell an alternative story. Wow. How fitting for our gospel this morning, a way of offering a second chance, an alternative, to one that probably didn't deserve it. I'm speaking about the criminal. Jesus did something that was so surprising and unexpected. As Jesus innocently hung on a cross to die, flanked by two criminals deserving of death, with the words above him inscribed, all hail King of the Jews, done in absolute mockery. But those are the words that changed the world. Because an alternative story was told, one in which rescue and redemption happened even on a cross. When the situation seemed hopeless, life was offered and given to a common criminal who saw that Jesus was the one who was offering him an alternative story. Amazing Grace. And that's when it hit me this week. In some ways, I believe Grace is telling an alternative story as well. A story in which the way the world works doesn't reign supreme at 200 West Lang in Alvin, Texas. Instead, we are a place that offers second chances. We are telling a different story. One person at a time, we are changing the face of a community for good. I'm amazed at those who find their way to grace. Just this week, a woman covered in tattoos, just released from prison hours before she showed up here, asking for help and so we helped her and she was grateful. We have another neighbor Annie lives just a few streets down. She contacted me and said you know mother Suzanne I have a friend who needs help. I've given what I can but Annie knew she could come to Grace and help her friend even more. And so she did. All of these are examples of what it means for a place to say, we're going to tell another story. The world may work in one way, but we're going to do something a little bit different here. We're going to trust that the kingdom of God is real and that God wants to bless and wants to invite his children to do the work of blessing and telling another story. For God's sake, the world needs it. And frankly, so do we. Inspiring the least of these Those that most people walk by and don't even give another look. But those are the ones who Jesus protects and holds up. They are forgotten. And in this case, I'm talking about kiddos, children. They are the ones... to be remembered. This week, two schools, one in Friendswood, and the other in Alvin, collected food for Grace's food pantry. In all honesty, we really don't know how this came to be. It just did. I love that, when that happens. The first, an affluent school in Friendswood third graders. Guess what they did? They collected nearly 2,000 items for the Grace in-house food pantry. The children, thrilled with all, all that had been collected, smiled from ear to ear upon our arrival. One young, one young man even shared how much fun it was bringing 60 boxes of macaroni and cheese to school. Because he knew it would be given away. Yes, he brought 60 boxes of macaroni and cheese. Each third grader wasted no time in packing up the goods that they had collected, and then, working as a team in single file line, filled the box truck to capacity. It was amazing. They did it joyfully. And the other school, right here in Alvin, just a few minutes away down the street, fourth graders, they wanted to collect for the needy as well. And so grace was called upon. And one of the teachers looked at me and said, Mother Suzanne, these are kids who are themselves needy. And yet they found a way to give out of their need. They didn't have 2,000 items to give grace. But boy, did they give what they could. They made posters which greeted us. And I hope you too on your way in. All of them made something to give. Kelly Krennic is holding up some right now. Stacks of them they made. These are notes made with love and care, colored beautifully, all for those whom they wanted to bless. What I noticed about both of these schools and all of these kids, even though circumstances were quite different for both of these schools, was this one desire to bless others and to do so enthusiastically and with joy, and in turn making space for an alternative story to be written? And it is this Not all kiddos are selfish and self absorbed, only thinking of themselves, spoiled, rotten, and entitled. No way. Another story was written. And my heart was gladdened in these interactions with school aged children, reimagining what our world can look like if we only decide to tell and show that another story can be written. Well, I'm not sure, but if you don't know, at this place, at grace, our currency is one of love and kindness. I'll give you another example. It was time to go on Friday. For many of you all know, it's kind of crazy in the office on Fridays. It was around 6 o'clock. It was late. I was loading my car up. And one of our transient friends who lives in a tent next To Tommaso's came by to see if there was anything in the fridge to eat he had walked all over town and every single blessing box was empty including ours he opened up the blessing refrigerator and there was nothing but I told him hang on So I went inside and plated the rest of the lunch that I had brought for the office to share. There was a little bit left. Plated it up to him, brought it outside. And as he was heating it up and he was bending down, putting something in his backpack, he looked up and he said this. Mother Suzanne, I was really surprised and happy when I saw the office light still on when I came by. And I said, Michael, really? How come? And this is what he said. He said, it's just better when y'all are here because you help so much. You never turn anyone away, including me. And sometimes you all at Grace are the only ones who talk to me, let alone acknowledge me. Thank you. You don't know how much that means to me. Dear people of God, we have been invited in to write and tell a different story a story that has the power to transform our lives it has mine it has a way of making better the space that we inhabit all of us truly have been given this chance we hear a grace we just happen to say yes and in saying yes we're lucky enough to see this week in and week out at Grace. And because of this, we get to tell another story, an alternative story. And we get to show our neighbors and our community that the currency here is kindness and love, where generosity and grace overflow. Dare I say, we are changing the face of a community Grace. In so doing, we are creating a community that reflects its Creator. Let us not weary in doing good, my friends, because we're writing a new story a story of hope, redemption, rescue, and resurrection. Amen.